1: Get on the flow!
0: What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. I'm Sean Olaf. I am
2: Sean's dad, Jim. Hi.
0: And we're, we're back. We're back.
2: We're back, baby. We're back. It's, uh, yeah.
0: Been a while. We've had we've had a lot going on. We got seems like we say that every time we won't
2: say that anymore.
0: We we do, but you know what? Like it's been extra long this time because we've had like a lot of stuff happening yes. that has been hard to deal with. So yeah, it's been a
2: it's been a crazy summer. Crazy summer. Yeah.
0: And you know, one day it just started raining and it rained for four months.
2: <laughs> How's that arc? It's coming. You building it out back? Is, is yeah. Set? don't seriously. forget the unicorns this time. So
0: seriously, my God. I have been building a chicken coop.
2: I know that. I know that that roof worked perfectly, huh? That oh, we yeah. put on.
0: Yeah, yeah with all the rain we've had, it was still drying there. I was surprised. So, um, but we're not here to talk about chickens. We're not. We're here to talk about music, and uh, we do have a couple songs for you that are probably une- unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah.
2: they're a little off um, the rails, a little different.
0: But they're fun ones. Uh, like I said, it's been a while, so we're you know, we're kind of all out of our heads anyway. But um before we get into the songs, I wanna remind everybody to find us on all of the social medias, and by all of them I mean like three. There's <laughs> a lot now. Um, but we are still on Twitter. Twitter's still hanging on by a thread. Yep. Pun intended. Um but we don't really <laughs> we don't really talk on that much. So um, you know, maybe the best place to find us is on Facebook and uh find the group. We have a are we
2: active on threads? Discussion are we group. active on threads yet? No okay. cuz I'm on Threads if you want I can see if we can kind of
0: I am too. I think I've sent out two huh. messages. It's it's hard to do both.
2: It's cuz it's the same <laughs> I don't as, want
0: another thing. It's the
2: same as Twitter essentially. Yeah. You know, so I know.
0: I just don't want to go back. The thing is I I established I have like a community of people that I follow on Twitter. Right. Right. But when I joined Threads, it imported all of the people that I follow on Instagram, but the problem with that is those people that I follow on Instagram, I don't follow on Twitter right. and vice versa. Right. Like they're different yeah. communities, for me, right? Too. Yeah. Like I wish I could get the people from Twitter over on Threads.
2: But you just have to go. So I don't
0: cuz so I I still feel like I'm like starting from scratch and I just you don't. You have
2: to want go to and individually that. search for them and and some may or some may not be joining and stuff, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. I just don't want to do yeah. that. So you won't you won't find us on Threads if you're on there, sorry right. for you. Right. Um we have a little presence on Twitter. We
2: have prints uh, we're on Instagram and we have um and Facebook. And then obviously yeah. Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all those things, right? Pantheon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stitcher is shutting down, so we, so don't go to Stitcher. Okay. They're, uh, they're getting rid of – they're closing out. But yeah, any wherever you listen to your podcasts, we are there, and you should be subscribed to us. And if you can leave us a rating and review, that would be super helpful. I know it's great to be asking for that up front before anyone has even listened to the episode. <laughs> but the best place to kind of interact with us is – in the Facebook group. We have a Facebook group. It's the same, it's literally the same name as the podcast and it has discussion group on it. And it's just a group of people that go on there and just talk about music and it's a fun time and share funny memes and all kinds of stuff. We know Facebook is for old people, so come interact with the old people. You know? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> come talk to us. We're there and we're we're old and gray and having a great time. So that's where you can find us. If you like the show and you want to support the show, you know it doesn't it's not free for us to put on. It does cost us money. So if you want to support us and help us out with that, we do have a Teespring store. You can go there. There's a link in the show notes. You can buy some you're not listening merch, t-shirts, uh, water bottles, face masks, all kinds of fun stuff yeah. with our fun and, little <laughs> catchphrases that we've come up with. Maybe we should make a werewolves on wheels one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's next. Well werewolves on and, wheels. And next I uh I also want to make sure that people understand that uh, Sean had, had posted a little while ago a picture of, I didn't know that you had that t-shirt with yeah. our tagline um, and the end of it being, you know, don't be a dick and everything else and, got a, and, and posted it and got a lot of like messages back and a lot of movement on that stuff people were kind of impressed by it stuff so there is some. yeah
0: people like that that little catchphrase yeah, that we have yeah
2: there is some I, I
0: heard someone say i don't remember who it was but someone said the three commandments of y and l yeah there
2: you go <laughs> i
0: like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really what it is um um, yeah that t-shirt is available and it's super cool and i love it and i don't wear it that often because i'm afraid to wear it any place where there's gonna be kids around because i don't want parents judging me right so don't
2: wear that to your school functions with your your three daughters
0: yeah, so. but you know, if you're going to a show, it's a great. It's a great place to wear that. that That's
2: shirt. a shirt we should give to any guests. That uh, yeah. And, uh, that was the one that Liberty DeVito proudly wears and stuff. So yeah,
0: for sure. If you like this show and you want to find more shows, uh, check out the Pantheon Podcast Network. We are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. There's a lot of awesome shows, and they're adding more shows regularly. So um, if you like music podcasts and you want to learn more about the music that you love, that is a great place to get it pantheonpodcast.com make sure you check it out support those shows as much as you are supporting us thank you for that i think that's pretty much all the housekeeping yep. i have i'm sure there's other things that we're missing but uh you know it's been a while i'm ready to talk about some music and i had some trouble coming up with a song today but then this one came on my shuffle and i was like oh yeah this one will. Be yeah fun. Let's this do is a so strange thing,
2: so. one this is not what i would have expected from you this this is what <laughs> i would have expected from me but not from you interesting okay
0: so i'm not even going to say the name of it this is the song that i'm doing Enough said. That's all you need. That's all you need. Really, all you need is this. <laughs> That's it, and everybody knows yeah. what what's coming. Especially next, when you get up in the morning. Great. You know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then what? Uh, so yeah, I'm doing five hundred miles. Actually, it's technically called "I'm Gonna Be," and then in parentheses, five hundred miles by the Proclaimers. And what are you doing?
2: I'm doing a song that I've always wanted to share with you. Again, when we started doing this whole podcast thing, I had that list of like, oh, I'd like to have these, sh- these songs that Sean can listen to. Um, just because it's so different is Mandolin Wind by Rod Stewart. It's an old one. Rod Stewart. But sorry, it's a long one too. So,
0: I love me some Rod Stewart. Oh, my God. And I this really is, do. I don't – where is your – all right, yeah. So w- which one do you want to do? What do you want to do first?
2: Go, and, uh, no, I'm going to be um, – yours is going to be more fun, so let's do mine first. Mine's, okay. mine's strange. I don't even know – if you're like I'd never it. heard
0: that song before. No, okay. and I love me some Rod Stewart, okay. but you know that that one, I, this one, I don't know. I okay. had not heard.
2: So, um, I'm not gonna lie, It was a little
0: boring. Yeah, but I think that's just because there, it wasn't very like dynamic. It was just kind of like it started and then it yep. maintained the course until the end.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so th- this is one where if you can watch a live version of it with Ronnie Wood um, on the NTV Unplugged series that they used to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of got me back interested in it again because a song that I hadn't heard probably since I was in high school or maybe middle school or something. Yeah, and it was you know it was on one of his like breakout albums and stuff. Um, every picture tells a story and stuff, but the live version with Ronnie Wood, who who's obviously um, the uh, acoustic, no, excuse me, the um, one of the guitar players at the, for the Stones. So he was in the original band Faces with Rod Stewart, and they had some monster hits. But this is the one that's just is such a really cool message it, it's almost it It defies being a song it's almost more of a, of a poem in a strange way mm. which is why if you if you look at the notes i sent you i put the words down which i never do you know but i if you just read the the lyrics without music underneath them it reads like a poem and you can it see does, it does yeah you can no, see it, you can see how it's like it could be used like that stuff so the musically it almost doesn't Make any sense? I mean, it's a beautiful love song. It's it's co- it's you know the narrative's there and everything else.
0: Well, there was something, but it's just strange, strange music. musically, you know. Yeah, there was something interesting with the music that I yeah, I, I thought something it, was wrong with my phone a few times.
2: <laughs> really? Okay.
0: <laughs> well, because it it like it like starts over. Yes, I know. Like four times.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it has that break and then it starts the mandolin again. And what what made me believe it or not get get back into this was, you know, how you made me. damn it you you made me fall in love with frank turner (laughs) and the frank turner song that i always said well you know this is the only song i really know by him and i'm sure we'll hear it at the the show which he did not play um the way i tend to be has mandolin in it a lot of mandolin and starts off with mandolin it's like what you know and i listen to that just because i had it on spotify when i was doing a walk or working in a yard or something like this like this is mandolin, like mandolin. Wind. Oh, I want to tell Sean about that song. And then it just kind of rolled from there stuff. So, play if you want to play the beginning. Do you want to? Hit, you want to just tell people to go listen to it first? Yeah. So okay, this is the
0: the beginning. So if this is what you hear, this is the right song. So that's that's the
2: song. Um You know what? And there's not a long song to do that, but that literally just gave me goosebumps. I don't know why. It's just something about the song that gets me. I don't know why. No. I'm so that's afraid. it.
0: So go listen go listen to it. Okay. And then uh, come back and we'll talk about it. I don't know why the volumes are all over the place
2: on this today. <laughs> now again, um, good version, but there's a there's a really killer and like true to the song, they don't really off the rails and change, it, and do a lot of improvising um, on the live version on that MTV thing. So, but just the, the the fact that it has such a presence, it's almost like when everybody's going crazy about oh, I need more cowbell. This has such yeah. a nice presence of a different instrument with the mandolin in a rock song, mm-hmm. which you don't really say. You know, it's not just Unlike, well
0: with Rod Stewart, there's mandolin in every song.
2: Yeah, but not to <laughs> this extent. You know, where right. obviously it's it's a major part of everything. So, um, if you can you play the beginning of the Frank Turner song that I was talking about. That's what got me thinking about it from the, from that.
0: Yeah, it's not far off.
2: Yeah, it's it's close, but it's also just the fact that it's mandolin. You know, is, is yeah. one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure I paid attention to it that way. So, so, yeah. so, what do you think initially? Uh, besides uh, being, besides being boring.
0: Well, when I say boring, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's just like it's just not a. It's a. It's just a kind of steadfast. Yeah. Song, you know.
2: It's not um, a rock I think
0: it's. I think it's nice. Like you said, I think the, the lyrics are nice, but it, it does... It reminds me... So a song that I actually almost did, I was thinking about doing today, was a song by the Airborne Toxic Event. I don't know if you remember yeah, them. Yeah. From like around 2008 to 2010, sometime around there, mm-hmm. They they kind of got really big in like the kind of indie rock scene and then kind of fizzled out after like a year. I think they two.
2: had one or two songs of some soundtrack which really ex- they exploded with it. Yeah. Then, like, so
0: you know, I remember there's a couple songs that I really love by them and I remember seeing an interview once and the singer was talking about kind of how he started the band and he said he never he said he never intended to be a musician. He was a, a poet. He wanted to be a poet and he was writing poems and somebody read his poems and were like, dude, these are songs. Really? Like <laughs> like you you wrote you wrote this like this is a verse this is a chorus so you're writing songs and so then he just like got some people together and like started band that i don't know if that's true uh, i read that somewhere and, but uh, i thought that was kind of interesting because that's what this feels like is this feels like it was yeah. written as a poem and right. then they were like right. let's put it to music and they didn't really put as much thought into the music of it
2: but um, if you listen to early Rod to it he's more of a narrative rather than a rocker guy you know it it's you know it's less of do you think i'm sexy kind of stuff he, <laughs> Yeah you know
0: I, forgot. I honestly completely forgot that that song right, exists
2: right you know it's not <laughs> it's not that um it's you know maggie may is like that too you know so some yeah so and you wear it well might have been on this album too so so like it's
1: ah, i love that song
2: it's not um far off from what he's done but so the, the music piece i mean it's it's pretty interesting it's it's just like there's all those breaks and everything else but and it it doesn't really have almost like it it, it lacks a continuity does that drive you nuts as a mm-hmm. musician hearing it yeah okay. Right.
0: Well, I like I was listening to. I was literally I was going out and I was um, checking on. I was letting the chickens out or something. I was doing out, out something outside out back when I. You weren't checking to on
2: it. wolves or anything like that, just on the chickens. <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
0: there were there were no wolves. No.
2: We're wolves
0: on wheels. No, I was checking We're back, the baby. Peaks. We're back. <laughs> and I know, but so I was like, I wasn't like the first time I heard it. I wasn't sitting there and like act, actively listening. I was just kind of putting it on, and I had to keep checking my phone because I thought that it yeah. restarted. Right. So it like, it was driving me nuts because I'm like, did it stop? Is stop it on repeat? Stop. stop and stop. Is it on repeat? Yes. Is it start? But it, like, it stops and then it just starts the intro again, and right. then it goes into like another verse. And I'm just like, this is like, just Maddening. keep playing the song. Yeah. Like, just play yeah. the song. Yeah. Why do you have yeah. to stop and start over? Like, are you is the band not keeping up? You got to start and say, okay, two, three. I'm just going to sing the second verse this time. But if you
2: if like, you <laughs> look at and really absorb the lyrics and you think about that while it's stopping and starting everything else like he's telling a story um mm-hmm. it kind of makes some sense because that's where the poetry stuff comes in it's like okay you know i want to tell you i want to go a little further a step into the story and take it a little a little deeper and a little more and a little mm-hmm. more and to, and it sounds to me i don't know if i'm interpreting correctly or not. i've never seen anybody you know I I, i'm sure there's an interview out there about it somewhere but i don't know if it's like his lover died or whatever but it, it, it sounds almost tragic near the end to me you know stuff so um so it, you know, the whole thing is that that just grabs you though is the beginning when it starts out, uh, the you know it's obviously a ballad but it starts out with the mandolin and then that slide guitar which is just killer, mm-hmm. you know, and there's nothing else just those two just just kind of setting the, the pace and setting the tones like this is going to be good and then Rod's, you know, you know n- you can never think it's anyone else his his voice comes in, um, right. And just kind of kicks in and starts telling the story. And it's, it's powerful right at the beginning, right? You know, the words and everything are powerful right from the beginning. So That slide guitar.
1: Oh, the snow fell without a break. Buffalo died in the frozen field, you
2: know. Just the imagery, you know? Yeah. No, it's
0: really good writing. Yep. So I kind of reminds me of some of the stuff I had to <laughs> write essays about in my classes right here. right
2: right just <laughs> to be a good uh, a good uh, screenplay for you you write it around something like this you know this whole uh, this whole song So one of the first things I wanted to, to highlight it was 25 seconds in but I think you might have already just oh, stop there's a stop that's stuff that drives you crazy like okay it's a stop and it goes again. Right, and I
0: usually love stops, but there's got to be something to it. Yeah, right. When you just kind of sounds like you just like end the song and then you just start it again. Right,
2: (laughs) or is my phone restarting?
0: (laughs) Right, no, that's what it. That's honestly what it felt like. Like at the, you gotta. Do you have another one of those stops here?
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: on here somewhere.
2: They're everywhere. Um, how about try 109? I don't know what that is. That might just. That's what I played earlier. Oh, that's one you did. Okay, how about 152? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> like it's like come on dude oh, but again it, you know I don't know why you'd want to do such a cold stop completely there because he's continuing the story but it's almost like his voice has a little more strength a little more power and everything seems a little louder so it's like it's kind of progressing that way as well you know 219 um, the steel guitar piece, and then the, uh, then he laughs at the end of that.
0: I like that line. I remember that line standing out to me. Where yeah. is
2: it? Whatever I have is yours.
0: Don't have much, but what I've got is, yours, is yours, except, of course, my steel guitar. Yeah, yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah, and then the next line is... Because, you know, uh, I
0: don't... Because I know you don't play, play, but I'll teach you one She's day saying. because I love you. Yeah. It's yeah, it's really good lyrics. Yep. It's nice. And then, it's a nice
2: but but after he says I love you, then it and that then it breaks again. And then, you know, go two thirty three. There's the break. <laughs> but there's the there's a steel guitar that he's not giving away.
0: Yeah. So good. Yeah, and it's definitely about someone dying.
2: Yeah, and then the song opens up, tambourine, the rest of the band all joins in right there and stuff, and then um, it gets really interesting around three uh, three minutes, or so three oh one, where there's this real cascade of the mandolin um, a couple times, and then it changes the. I think it changes the whole emotion of the song. <laughs> break.
0: Oh, let's do it again. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> of course. Um, and then at 328, you know, there's it, it, another break and it gets very, very stuck. And then the that was the breaking... break at 328. Okay, then, then the heartbreaking lyrics that that, um, that kind of follow after that. We yeah, this is... Mm.
1: Noticing your face was thin and pale.
2: I found it hard to hide my tears. And his voice seems so much more anguished now.
1: I felt ashamed. I felt i let you down.
0: Yeah. So that's having regret after somebody.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: After someone dies. And that's... The, there's the, And not a song breakup. It sounds
2: like it's a death, not a breakup. No, this to is
0: me. a death. I mean, yeah. n- we knelt and prayed, noticing your face was thin and pale. That's a right. corpse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that. this is definitely... Describing why he is talking about this being the coldest winter. God, I could write an essay. I'm like getting go. into essay mode here. It sucks. There you go. I know. Um but but you know, this song this is definitely it's a poem. It doesn't rhyme. He doesn't rhyme the verses. No. Nope. He just he's nope. just
2: telling and, he's and, just, with, he, and with the breaks and then the start and stops and everything else, it doesn't flow like a song. But it's so powerful and so emotional, um, and beautiful because you know, if you used any other instrument. If you call this guitar wind, if you, you if you call this acoustic guitar wind, if you call mm-hmm. this you know oboe wind, like it doesn't have, like the the mandolin just brings a whole different like texture and flavor to it. I think you know. Um, go to four twenty five. This is again, and it almost turns into more of a celebration. And then at four forty five, it's like a rock song.
0: skip ahead a little bit
1: you know and then it yeah, fades, it fades
2: up you know quickly. it's it's the it's the
0: it's the morning right it's you not the i mean it, it's morning mourn m-o-u yeah it's yep it's going through that morning process and coming out on the other side and feeling, yeah, you know,
2: yeah.
0: That's that's what that yeah. ending is to me. But
2: but again, you know, sets the whole tone with you know a, a poem with a mandolin and a steel guitar, mm-hmm. really. And, and the instrumentation, I think, is just so interesting in this. And this is a song that I I, I knew and loved back in the day, but it's not one that i ever remembered. I don't know if it was ever on a list or anything like this. But the the Frank Turner playing the mandolin at the beginning of that song when I was trying to like figure out like how come you didn't play this? Cause this is the only song I knew and I thought it was a big hit. Then reminded me, Oh yeah. What's that other song that I really liked? Oh, the mandolin wind and stuff. And then when you find the, the version of him and Ronnie Wood of, of uh, Rut Stewart and, and um, Ronnie Wood singing it on that MTV unplugged, mm-hmm. it's, it shows a good dynamic between the two of those guys, you know, that they obviously they hadn't played together probably on hundred D and stuff, but they're getting back together. Um, Rod Stewart picks up and starts picking and playing the banjo during the thing. So he's sitting on a stool playing the banjo. Ronnie Woods playing the steel guitar. There's a guy in the background on, on the man playing the mandolin, and it sounds so clean and so good. Com, mm-hmm. com, you know, they, they, and like just like the song itself. Yeah, it was and, in the and I have to apologize.
0: I but, don't know if the recording is not a, just the, in general not a great sounding it's recording. Not. It's not. Okay, because I was going to say, this sounds really compressed when I'm listening to it on here, and I don't really remember if that's what it sounded like yeah. through Spotify or not, but yeah. it it's not a great... It would be great to be re-recorded. Or re-recorded did you hear it
2: on me. Spotify? Because I'm not sure, sure that it was available.
0: Yeah, I, I heard it yeah, on Spotify. I, yeah, it might
2: have been. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. I think I might have actually had the CD on it. Maybe I don't know. I think I do yeah. have the CD, yeah. I'm sure but you it's, do. it's just one of those... Um, one of those songs that just kind of came back to me that after all these years of the old. This is one I'd love to kind of share with Sean because it's so different. And yeah, it, I, I was a musician. It is. It's to kind of drive you crazy because it doesn't fit, but it's so good. You
0: know. Yeah, for for me, the the strongest thing in this is the lyrics. Yeah, and I listen to a lot of music with mandolins, so you know it's not like it didn't stand out to me as much. But um, reading it as a as a poem.
2: Yeah. Powerful,
0: and I and I honestly never had a lot of appreciation for poetry until I I was doing my master's program, yep. uh, and I've read a lot of poetry since then. Obviously, because you, you have to for my program, yep. and uh, I really have learned to appreciate it a lot more, mm-hmm. which is nice because Sam has like fifty poetry books. She loves poetry, so yeah, I have I have plenty to look through. But um, this is but, it's really nice. It's a nice read. And it tells a good story, and I think it, and, that's definitely the strongest. And how
2: many times, point. even after you know we've been doing this this thing for however year, three and a half years now, have we said, "Oh, that that's better as a poem than it is as lyrics for a song"? Like we really I haven't kind of gone down that road.
0: No, we. I mean, you know, some songs we focus more on lyrics, some we focus on right. music, some other, other things.
2: Well, I, I think a lot of times I'm drawn to lyrics, and you're drawn to the music side of it. You know, um, well, you no, yeah, music? I mean,
0: not. It depends on the song. You yeah. Know?
2: Um, the, I just think this is such an interesting take on it and stuff. so and, and again, good song a little boring, but the the, the live version um, is is entertaining to watch as well as as listening to it and just to see Ronnie Wood and, and all the two playing it. Mm-hmm. The, if you if you don't know faces, which is the band pre-Rod Stewart being Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. listen to it listen go and in, in download or, or you know, deep dive into faces music you're going to recognize a lot of stuff that you didn't know even existed out there and even the early early rod stewart stuff is really pretty much just a continuation of the band faces faces with a small f f-a-c-e-s mm-hmm. great band great band so but that's it just quick take on on that one interesting interesting song nice be interesting to hear what um other listeners think about this one because it's such a and you hadn't heard it, so I had never heard it. It's no. such a unique song, you know.
0: Kind of a deep cut. Yeah. Well, like I think you have deep. to.
2: I think you have to hit headphones on too and listen to it because when you listen to it, you know, with with a good noise canceling headphones, like I heard different things in the music as well. Yeah, so, it's good. Good. You like it? Yeah, I did. Yep. Hmm. Favorite. My favorite part. Yeah. Steel guitar. That piece. You know. Yeah. If you have you know everything I need, everything I have, or whatever, except of course my steel guitar. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and then in the in the live version. Well, I
0: like that because that one line is like a little bit like, like witty or sarcastic, almost like. Yeah.
2: You know. Yeah, it's you like can have
0: everything, but no, you you're not gonna touch this. But then it, <laughs> then it, it, it's followed up with like, but only because I know that you don't know how to play it. Right. But I'll teach you someday. Like right. it's nice, you know. <laughs> but then,
2: then then the next break is is steel guitar heavy, so it, play, it shows it shows that I'm playing it. Yeah. So, is it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting that way. So. Yeah. Interesting. Now you said you saw different versions of this or was it Mandolin Rain by
0: my phone is I'm using my phone as a camera, so I can't look through Spotify. But I feel like there were a lot of different options for this song when I Really? So I don't know if this covers or if it was like another song that had a similar name that I just wasn't looking close up. I'm just
2: looking it up now because Mandolin Wind was a big That's this song. Mandolin Rain, excuse me. Maybe that's what I saw. Yeah. By Bruce Hornsby. Mandolin Rain, Mandolin Rain. Mandolin rain, yeah. Man, yeah, that's probably to, what I saw. Yeah, that's what it is. And you, okay. you probably have heard that as well. Um, probably. Uh, and that's that's a good song, but I don't think it's as good as this one. Yeah. No. I don't even gotcha. you know if it's good if it's heavy as mandolin. I'm sure it has mandolin in it, but um, I just like this because again, the Frank Turner stuff at the beginning just sets the tone of the old. Okay, just get, and I, I'm I don't know what it is about the mandolin. I'm really drawn to it. I always have loved it. I would love to have learned how to play that someday. You know,
0: so. it's the same tuning as my. Irish tenor banjo.
2: Do you have a mandolin?
0: No, but I yeah. know how to play it if I get yeah. one because it's the same thing.
2: Is it two strings for every one on a guitar or stuff? Is that the difference? It's four sets of two strings. Okay. So
0: like Hard my down. banjo has four strings. On a mandolin, it would be two strings per.
2: Okay. Kind of like so.
0: a 12-string. Like a 12-string guitar has 12 strings, but you play it yep. like a six-string. You're just
2: hitting two strings at once instead of okay. one. Okay. Is that why it's such a unique sound? Yeah. It's also smaller. Mandolin? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Interesting. It's very small.
0: It's like a ukulele size. And
2: I want to say, Ronnie Wood, I think, is playing a twelve-string on that one as well. So probably getting some of the same sounds initially. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. So, so cool. You like it? Cool. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Interesting stuff. I just wanted. to make I don't sure know if I'll different. add it
0: to my like everyday playlist, but I do like it.
2: But it's one of those that when you hear it and recognize it, it's like this is a good song. You know, mm-hmm. you know, there's something that's really quality in it. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Proclaimers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> when I wake up.
0: This is just one of those songs, you know, okay. So there are certain songs that like everybody knows and everybody loves for no reason.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes.
0: Mr. Brightside. How bizarre. How bizarre. Like if you're playing a cover band and you start that riff in the beginning of of Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Yeah. In a bar full of white people who have been drinking like the place will burn down the place will burn down well I don't stop thing. believing you start playing don't stop believing yeah. the place will burn down I, I'm you get up there you get up there and you and you crank up your guitar and you just
2: do this people their heads will explode the
0: drunk white people will will burn the place down it's just like it's just a weird thing like what is it about these songs that are like i don't know they're like <laughs> some of them are like aggressively mediocre songs and there's not really too much that special about them, but people... Aggressively mediocre, okay. Yeah. But people just like yeah love them and they just yeah. go crazy for them. And I think it's just the sing-along ability of them.
2: You know what when, I mean? When they're drunk in a bar.
0: Yeah, like yeah. this song is such a fun marching beat that nobody knows how to dance to. You got to kind of just do this. One hit but, wonder.
2: Um, yeah, uh, one hit what do wonder. You to, what do you have to do?
0: You got to just do this because it's like... It's so janky is the word that I use. Like it's so it's all broken up and um but you know it's it's just simple lyrics that you that anyone can sing. It's not like high pitched or anything. It's not hard to sing. And it's just I think it's just like stupid fun for people, you know? I think it's just one of those. Um, but there's some fun things that go on in it because it is such a basic stripped down song that there's some little things that you can like kinda of pick out, right? Okay. So obviously
2: it gets in <laughs> your ribbon, brain
0: for a reason. The riff in the beginning is so iconic. When I wake up By the way, there's no worse way to start any kind of story, poem, song, anything like that than having somebody waking up in the morning. So it's the most simple chord progression. It's E A B. Okay. Through the whole thing. Bum, bum 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 bum. It's it's as basic as you can get. Okay, that makes
2: yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't take any notes or time for any of this. But what I like about it is, at this point, they do do like a really cool kind of build up into the chorus, right? Like they start out with just a guitar, and then the drums and bass come in. But it's super reserved. I mean, they just they're they're chipping away at it. lyrics are stupid these are the stupidest lyrics like what a contrast to the song that we just did
2: hey that's what we try to do right
0: i know this um, is not a poem no but i you know i do love this song to you, I so this is the proclaimers what is it two brothers yes. they got to be brothers
2: the two brothers from ireland
0: F- scotland i thought scotland I I think from scotland okay yeah scottish rock duo okay charlie and craig reed um just literally like if you said hey show me a picture of like a stereotypical nerd that's them i mean like the 80s nerd like they look like revenge of the nerds
2: yeah yeah um they looked like they're in that movie
0: and when they when they sing they look like they could like fit like how many tennis balls can you fit in your mouth? You know, they like, they just, but it's so funny. But they, because I think, because they're, I don't know if they're twins, oh, who were born on March 5th, so yeah, they gotta be twins. They sound exactly alike. They look exactly alike. It's like the weirdest thing when you watch the music video. Yeah, (laughs) But I think that's cool because then when they harmonize with each other, it almost sounds like it's like one person. And in that chorus, Yes, that's true, that is true. In that chorus, the harmony is really interesting. It's almost like one of them is just yelling and one of them is singing. And when he actually says the okay. word I, when he says I would walk, it sounds like his voice cracks. It's like a it's I'm like good a good controlled good. voice crack. You, you know, it's like when we did the uh, the cranberry song and we talked about kind of the jumping from your chest voice to your head voice. Yes. That's almost what yeah. he does, because then if you hear the very beginning of that that note when he says I, it starts off and low and it jumps into the head voice. Good. Uh, yeah, you see what I mean. It's almost like yeah. it cracks up into like a, an upper octave, and then the the whoever's doing whichever one is doing the background is staying kind of in the chest voice. Do
2: we tell people to go and listen to this one yet? Everybody knows this song, but go listen
0: to it. Whatever. <laughs> Click the link in the show notes. Um, <laughs> we're kind of listening through it because yeah, I didn't like I didn't do timestamps. Yeah, but you know it's kind of like it's actually not far off from your song because they do do a lot of breaks where they go back to the very beginning riff, yes. right? Right yep. after the chorus. The more, the man, by the way, when I, my whole life growing up, I was always so confused by this song because the math didn't make sense to me because I thought they said to be the man who walked 5,000 miles. That's what I heard. And I don't know if it's, I think it's like a combination of like both of them singing and like a little cymbal hit on that syllable where they say one.
2: I always thought it was 5,000 It sounds like five. He says, "No, it is 5,000. No? That doesn't make sense though. That math does not make sense. Um, So it's a song about 500 miles, but they say 5,000 in the middle of it?
0: No, they say I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more. That equals 1,000 miles. Yeah. (laughs) Right? But it sounds like he says just to be the man that would walk Five thousand miles. Yeah. I'm looking up the lyrics right now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, just to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. But I hear five thousand. I can't be the only one. And I know I'm not now because yeah. Okay.
2: Well, if you it sounds like one is
0: saying a thousand and one is saying five thousand.
2: So they probably had a fight about it. You know, their mother had to separate them or something afterwards. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what when Just, you when you know when you look at the lyrics and you know that it's a thousand and you're listening for it, it does sound like it again. But I always yeah. thought five thousand. But uh, you heard it, it too. Okay. But it doesn't matter because no one is gonna like write this as a poem and say, Oh, this touched me so much. Let me have it for my first dance my at my wedding. You right. Know, but like, you know what? I bet it's I bet you've played it at weddings. I have. About I bet it kills at some of, weddings. Three quarters of the way through when everybody has been drinking. Yeah. I
0: bet it I bet it yeah. kills. Like yeah. I bet it's just really really it's fun. It's
2: one of those that you play <laughs> at the time when everybody wants to sing along, so you do it before right. before Journey and you know. Right. So and, it's you know,
0: like and it's it like it's such a stupid song but it's so singable right. and it's so like it's it's approachable, right? And I think that's what it's one of those aggressively
2: mediocre like, is that?
0: <laughs> it's it's something that you can like just belt out with a huge group of people and just have a lot of fun doing it, right? And that's why when people hear that first that iconic riff that bump 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 da Everybody just freaks out because they're like, "Oh my
2: god, I'm gonna have so much fun!" Right? So is this driving with your buddies or you know with a carload of people? And this comes on. I almost feel like you car- need
0: more people. Like you need yeah. a bigger group of people. For yeah, this.
2: you have to have five or six girls and boys in the background in the back right. seat, and, and they
0: like with three people. It's almost like they they wrote this song and they're like, "All right, this is our one shot. Like we don't look like pop stars. We're, we don't look like Michael Jackson. You know."
2: Or a producer said. Here's a song, and we want you guys to do it. We're going to make right. this work. Yeah, Whatever yeah, again, it was, this, this was, they took this on This was MTV. Said, this is MTV heavy right now. This in is the, the stuff 80s, that, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So this is
0: I Want My imagery. MTV, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much you know, so. We need to un- install microwave ovens. That's what this was at yeah, that, that right. time. Right. And so th- you know that they put this on together, and they were like, we are going to make this the biggest earworm like that's what it is. Really, that's what it is. Is it's just an so, earworm? It's just got hook after hook after hook after hook. Okay, that's all it is.
2: So, so my big question is, well, two questions. Who ever went into a producer's boardroom and said, "I've got a song, here it is," you know, and they played it. It's like this is going to be the one, and. I have these two these twin brothers and with their imagery we're gonna have them do the video up front they have like full face views <laughs> yeah, no that's camera. what it
0: is it's like their face in like right, in the right. camera
2: that's number one number two why does this work why right. why why did it work so well because
0: it's an earworm that's what it is and it's just a it's 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 a marching beat you know when we talked about the joan jet song um Love rock and roll? Yeah, I love rock and roll. How it's just the perfect song to like walk to, to like move your feet to. This is like a marching beat. Like it's a perfectly okay. timed beat to walk
2: in Except time to. Joan Jett threw you off when you were walking too, right? Didn't well, it? Joan Jett, yeah, she played with you.
0: That was, <laughs> go back and listen to that episode if you don't know what we're talking about because it's actually pretty cool. But... This one does not do that because nope. it's
2: much simpler. <laughs> so you picturing like people marching around the neighborhood with their knees really high, standing up straight, like, yeah, not
0: different from, you know, the, <laughs> the music video for the the Men Without Hats video.
2: Yeah, safety dance.
0: Uh, yeah, everybody look at your hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, where they're just like marching <laughs> like yeah. through the forest. Like it's like the same idea, right? Like okay. it's just, it's a move. It's it, You can't not move when you hear it. That's what it is. That beat just drives you to move. It's just everything is so tight and regimented. Yeah, yes. Right? There's nothing loose. There's no loose drum echoes or loose... I mean, the guitars are muted as soon as those notes are played.
1: So there's a space between
0: every single note and every single beat. Yeah, and, and they then what they do is with the lyrics, it's just, it's so easily sung, and they just throw in these things that, like, are so easy to sing, but it's, I mean, like, you just did one. Right here, When I Come Home. I mean, how hard is and it to resist singing
2: that? And there's a yeah in there, too. What do you mean? I don't know what if do it's mean? near the end. I don't know, I can't remember. I think it might be near the end where there's, like, I... Same kind of thing in between the, the chorus, something yeah. There's <laughs> a bunch of them. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: yeah. it would be after that. So. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Okay, so that that's the next they, thing. Yeah. And this okay, is that this is what brings go, it to go. a whole other level of white drunk yeah. people, right? <laughs> is is the the da 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 part. And I know, I don't have any memories of this, but knowing you, I know what you did was as soon as they did that first one, you turned the volume all the way down, let the people at the wedding yell that at the top of their lungs. Yep. Right? Yep. Because that's like, it's just so much fun. (laughs) You know? It doesn't need to mean anything. Right. It's just having a good time.
2: It involves them, yep.
0: And then what's cool is they do, they pull a Rod Stewart right after this and they go right back to the beginning.
2: But they had that little extra, that little guitar beat, do 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 do. Yeah. Doo. So
0: actually, what what's something else? So you, like I said, it's a very stripped down song, and it's like pretty much guitar and drums and bass. But um, during the chorus, there actually is a, there's an organ that comes in, and I'm I'm pretty sure that the key to any hit song is the Hammond B three organ coming out of the Leslie, which Makes we sense. talk about all the time. Yep. But you you don't really notice that it's there until they come down off of that da 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 part and it all gets stripped back down to that main riff, you hear the organ do a a slide down. You know, the woo. You know what I mean? Oh, That's okay. the organ sound. Yeah. You know that people that are listening right now are, are singing along.
2: Right. Right here.
0: Did you hear it? Oh, woo. Oh, yeah. 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 Right at that part. Yep. And then, you know, they do stray off of that EAB at one point near the end, and it's right before the last chorus. I'm going to be the one that's coming home to you, right? Home, be, be right here. That's great. That's good. That's that good. is good. Like, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we both like stopped? And we were yes. like, oh, that's yeah. damn good. Yeah. Like that's a good.
2: It's a really and then good resolution. One more time. Let's sing it. Let's sing along. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. I'm gonna be home with you. I want him to hold out that note, like to harmonize and hold um, out that note yeah. with you. But miles
1: and,
0: would- and then with the last set. These. I love there's a little hesitation on one of them You know what I'm talking about? It's a call and answer yeah. You can tell that it's one one, and then the other And um, the guy that's doing this, the answer part Hesitates on the second verse of them I right, ready?
2: There's my yeah Right here That was my yeah
0: I guess it's the first guy Go back You, you heard was, it I missed it That was
2: it. my yeah Oh yeah! Right here.
0: You see that he jumps da, the gun. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. He he like he can't wait that 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 rest yeah, right. and just that little variation like like makes it really interesting. And I feel like I hear I would hear just as many people singing that because they know that instinctively, <laughs> you know. Right. And then the last thing that I want to talk about with this song is the backup vocals in the very last chorus, because it's hilarious. Because the guy, he sings every, like, other word. Listen to the backup vocals in this last
1: chorus.
0: The, who... I, uh, I always I always uh, heard that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is the, for anyone who didn't didn't get it, I just want to play that again because I think that's so funny if you listen so he's every just doing, other word or every He's other doing syllable. every other like syllable. And, 500.
1: 500.
0: and then of course this amazing ending. Bom, bom, that could be bom, the end. Bom. And you hear, and you hear that organ fading out. The body, you you that that could be the end of any Hooting the Blowfish song, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. Right? Just, it's just so fun. Like, it's just like it's such an earworm, a, no. it is an earworm. It, that's what it is. It's just, it's, it's hook after hook after hook after hook, and it's relentless. And, uh, they they break it up with genuinely
2: good transitions. Yeah, so, I think so is, that, one, is that the song? Is that the singers or is that more the producer?
0: Yeah, could be the producer. But, I mean, these guys could have written and produced it themselves. Who knows? Like, yeah.
2: You know, I don't... You know, this is one... Did they do it on one take and just walk out and say, that's fine, or did was it four days of relentlessness of trying to do this, you know?
0: Well, their voices sound pretty strained. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) there are some parts where they kind of like break and they kind of like start to break up a little. So I'm wondering if that they took a lot of
2: takes to do this. You know, in that part where you said it's really good production at the end, we're uh, we're, about three quarters of the way through when it gets slow there. Mm -hmm. When I'm coming home, you know, that one. I'm just thinking we both said, oh, that's so good. I think that's production because I. It's funny because I keep thinking coming back and I think about what you told the story of when you guys were doing your album for Kingston the five thirty and were you doing? I think it was ninety five. No, it was long, long time coming. Where they do that acoustic break near the end, uh, that they the, um, the producer put in there. Yeah, I, remember, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what, which one it was. I think it was a long time. It, it, and i'm standing here and, it, and it's just oh it's, yeah and you said that was a suggestion by the producer to do mm-hmm. that and when he recorded it and made all the difference in the world we horrendous. didn't record
0: it that way we re- recorded it normally he took everyone oh, else out oh really okay all right so it surprised us
2: yeah and you liked it or were you like yeah yeah so yeah. that that part that we just heard in this one makes me think maybe that was more production work rather than you know them. It was written to the lyrics or whatever stuff, just because of the yeah. same kind of thing. Interesting.
0: Possibly. Yeah.
2: So, <sighs> favorite part. Okay. That da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know,
2: and I think at the end, and of and you know, it's 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 like, funny
0: because, so one of my you know one of my favorite bands is Green Day, and I think American Idiot is just one of the most important albums to come out in the two thousands. Um, and I think it will go down as a legendary album, like some of the classic rock albums. Mm-hmm. And there is a song on there. I've listened to that entire album very, very closely. I could probably do an entire podcast just on that album. Right,
2: right. right. Um,
0: like multi-season podcast on that album. <laughs> wow. But there's one song. Um, I bet there's a the,
2: podcast end, de- dedicated to that.
0: Th- th- there may be. Um, and if there isn't, then I should start it. But um, the, there's a song near the end of that album called homecoming. And at the end of that, they do something very similar. He's doing, he's saying he's, the lyrics are home. We're coming home again, homecoming. You know, it's like they're repeating over and over again. And at one point he holds out the home note. I wish I had it on here, but he, he just holds out that note for like an extra beat or two. Uh, and it's just super duper impactful because it's, Stands out among this repetition, right? And uh, it's just it's just these little things that really make like have a really big impact on it. And so I really like those little moments. It's pretty cool.
2: So it's amazing how just something like that has so much of an impact if it's just a little bit of a nuance too. Mm Hmm. Um, I'm just looking at one thing because I want to bring up because I can't remember the name of the song.
0: Yeah, I want to see if I can bring up. I got it.
2: Okay. So. You, you, want, you looking for the green day
0: yeah just go ahead and talk I'm, I'll get
2: it so here's here's a future podcast or maybe we could do a a, yeah, a one-off list or something like this so we can we can talk about like top five songs in this genre of strongs with song strong hooks that are like one hit wonders and everything else I mean I just wrote down two of them three of them. One is, I mean, it's a band that had many hits, but you know, it's one of those, like you just said, when you hear Journey, don't stop believing stuff, it just people's heads explode. I was thinking Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. Mm-hmm. Same same thing everybody knows. Now you can't don't put your bias on that because they know you like, <laughs> I know you I know. don't like them. But that song is iconic. Um All for You by Sister Hazel. Yep. Right? OMC how bizarre! How bizarre! Right? I, heard, right? I heard
0: that song the other day. I don't remember where I was.
2: And then the other one is um, I gotta get this right here. Chumbawamba, tub, tub thumping. thumping. You know? Yeah. Just think about it like that. And well, the late nineties. I, I put that in the same genre. Song. I put tub thumping in the same genre. Like you had that song played back to back on, on the radio, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah. Good, and, and all good songs but and like, they all
0: have hooks they're all driven by hooks is what it is is that what,
2: and they' they're all earworms I think is what it comes down to too you know yeah yeah I, and I think extent. you know the the uh, the gin blossoms are an underrated band a lot of people miss a lot of their stuff if you go back and listen to their catalog like Hootie a lot of their songs are really really good songs stuff that mm-hmm. oh I forgot this was them oh I forgot they had this song oh I' forgot about this one and all of a sudden you had 10 or 12 songs that were hits back then same thing with the Google dolls you know, they had one or two really yeah. good hits, and then when you play the rest of their catalog. It's like, oh yeah, this is great too. Oh yeah, this is unbelievable. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah their
0: know? Let Love In album is yeah is a, yeah. a top album for me. It's really really good.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So I have this.
2: This is a Green Day. What's what's a song? What's the song title? The song
0: is called Homecoming. Okay. So uh, I, I actually have plans to do the uh, an episode on this song okay. because this is this song I think is like kind of defining for that whole album but it, it you know the whole album tells a story so I don't want to get into it I just want to play this one part of it at the end um, oh it's loud um, so, so you can kind of understand what I mean when I'm comparing it to that specific moment in the Proclaimers song
1: okay.
0: so they're doing this over and over again Okay, so that's what they're repeating. And then they start going into this kind of drum, like marching drum beat with it. All right, now listen to the way he says home right here. Did you catch it? Which one? When he said the word home right there. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, shoot, I went back too far. It's just, it's such a small moment. Right here. Right? Yeah. And it's just, he does that, that section, that home, we're coming home again, so many times, over and over again. And that is the only time that he strays from it. And oh, does and really? holds okay. that note out. And it just it's there's a lot of emotion behind how he sings it, right? So it's like really super impactful yeah, yeah, in yeah. that moment. And that's like not that they're putting a ton of emotion behind that da section, but um, it's just one of those things where like you stray from the norm just a little bit.
2: And people catch up on it, yeah. And it
0: has such a massive effect on yeah. that part of the song. Yeah.
2: Well, like you said, I think when people sing along to that proclaimers part, they'll sing that as well.
0: Right. Without even really kind of thinking of it as like something different or something. It's just like how the song goes.
2: Right. And but like if,
0: the, like if that wasn't there, it might seem like kind of a boring ending to that song.
2: Yeah. Imagine if people do that I'm, with uh, the Green Day stuff too. They, If they're singing along, they might also do that. Extra yeah, I mean, long.
0: this song wasn't a single. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, fans, people know who it. listen right. to all of their songs definitely know it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's... That's cool. That's it. I mean, if I could see anyone cover this song, I don't. I don't know every cover band in America. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and have they?
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. I think MXPX covered this song. Really, they did a punk rock version of it. Yep. I think. Could be someone else i don't know you know this is i don't is remember this, it being great
2: this is the kind of song that i would expect you know when remember when we went to dublin and we we're like okay let's see some really good yeah. Irish music and we're hearing johnny cash and john denver like they would like whip this out like okay we don't want this we, at know, least it's, we, it's
0: scottish yeah it's, it's somewhere <laughs> close
2: but it's not the same we don't want to hear this stuff we want to hear you know traditional stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny cool good yeah those so. are different ones huh
0: yeah, different episode this week, but how bizarre, a lot of fun. How bizarre. So you know what I want to do? I think maybe you will do it for. I, I want to take our. You know, when I was looking for songs actually for this episode, I um I was just playing my Spotify and shuffle, and the Pink song that we did came on. Yeah. Um, and that is our second most popular episode. It's continuing to get downloads. People are still listening to that episode. Really. Um, regular, like f- every time I check the the stats. That episode has new downloads. Um, it's just for some reason, that's the one that people want to hear.
2: What was the other so song I'm we thinking, did with it?
0: I don't know. It was one of those, one of the sunshine, happy summertime songs that you. <laughs> oh,
2: man, you're killing me. <laughs> wow. It was the one it's where the guy is on a train, nice. playing,
0: he's playing on a train oh, with a bunch okay. of people.
2: Oh, yeah. It was a happy, I don't remember. Yeah, the, the happy sing along song. Yeah, okay. Y- yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah um, not Cass. What's his name? Yeah. Cass Healy. Cass Healy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was him? It was that one. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, a I'm good thinking song about too, it's a good song. Yeah. I'm just making fun of you. I'm thinking about going back and taking that episode and splicing in the musical cues that we talk about in that song. Okay. Um, and then re releasing it because that song, like I said, that episode gets a lot of popular, it's very popular, it gets a lot of downloads. And that's I something. think supporting it with, like, now that we're, in, you know, that was back when we weren't incorporating.
2: Oh, right clips indexing. of the songs yeah, yeah, yeah. to to
0: show people what we are talking Was that like a second it, so. or third episode? Or? It was it was one of the earlier ones, yeah. But um what a good conversation. It was a good conversation. There's, there's just so much in that song. So I'm thinking about possibly re-releasing that episode with the music clips in it.
2: Okay.
0: So we'll have to see. It's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> it Might not be for a couple months well, what, but I'm going to try.
2: why would you guess that that is the one that is downloaded I the don't most? Know.
0: Maybe people see that song and they're just interested when they see that on the list. I don't know. Maybe there's a rabid base of Pink fans out there that are looking for podcasts could, about Pink. Who knows? That actually you know? could be too. So. maybe Cass um, Healy heard it and like sent it to all of his fans. I don't know.
2: Um, but yeah, are they listening to that one? Or are they listening to? I want to see. I I want to say that was our second. You're not listening. Hello.
0: What? You're not listening with Kate Murphy. Who is that? Who are you? Someone else has a podcast called You're Not Listening. All
2: right. Do you remember what our first one was? Our first one was um, Disturbed. Yep. And every Vietnam movie. Yeah. Uh, So it was like our fourth episode. So Disturbed and Fortunate Son, Counting Crows, Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah, it was four. Mr. Jones. Halloween. Uh, Yeah. And then then, then Pink Pink and and Neighbors. Neighbors, And that's the one that's getting a lot of. It's getting a lot of downloads. And then next one you did Achy Breaky Hot. so completely like we lost every listener.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode too. <laughs> hey, if when I choose and that's not far off from this up from this song. Like yeah. you choose songs that just sound like they would be just stupid to talk about. We yep. always find some really interesting things about them.
2: So What you going to do, do that Juice Newton song or something like that? Is that the one you were talking about?
0: Yeah, I do. I am planning on doing Juice Newton at some point. All right. I'm also Maybe planning on doing a meatloaf song at some point. all of these there's a lot of these songs that like I, I want to do, but I really need to put a lot of time and effort into listening to them and like getting it all laid out
2: right because right. there's a
0: lot with those kind of songs right
2: right All right, man good. so uh, that's all we have for this month. <laughs> you know you know do you remember the Buddy Holly story that movie? Yeah it was uh with Gary Busey there's yeah. one there was one uh, scene where they were trying to record in his in his garage garage and there's a cricket. And is a cricket. So yeah. this could be the, you know, the YNL and the... The Sump Pump. The Sump Pump. So <laughs> Sean and the Sump Pumps or something like that. There's a new yeah. band.
0: It's you a know? terrible band name. Um, anyway, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. hope you learned something from it. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Remember to go to PantheonPodcast.com to find more shows that are music-related. Um, that re- They release more often than we do. So while you're waiting for the next episode of Yep. You are not listening. You can, you know, consume some other podcasts uh, in the meantime. So make sure you check them out. Find us on Facebook. Buy stuff from our Teespring store to support the show. Um, let us know what songs you're listening to right now. And um, thank you so much for listening. Remember to stay hydrated, listen to good music, and don't be a dick. We will talk to you next time.
2: See you, folks.